live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life, the show of inspiration, intelligence, and insight, where we ask you to consider who it is you are in your life right now and who it is you might like to be. I'm host Leah Mattinson, and today with my co-host Howard Rankin, we are going to have an exciting guest joining us. But before we do that, Howard, how has your week been? So far, so good. Great. I've been uh, doing a lot of writing, and uh, uh, we actually have a, a dedicated library in our house. Uh, most of the books actually are my wife's. Uh, there's probably like 3,000 books in there. And when people come, I joke to them that I wrote them all. But but it's a great place to it's a great place to relax, you know, especially to write. You know, that um, library is great. What about you? It is. Oh, I just I I when in reference to libraries, I absolutely love them. I um, they just hold a really special place for me in my practice as well. So I've lived a lot of places. People who know me know I've been a bit of a nomad in my life. And so my, um, my library has been on my back, back often carrying, you know, my 10 most read, you know, dog-eared books. Uh, and I'd love to have the library of 3,000, but I carry that around in my head. So, uh, <laughs> so that's been handy Good. for me. That has been handy. But so... It- and this, my love for libraries, though, I've also encouraged people along uh, the years in my coaching practice, um, and we were talking about it before the show started, Erin, that we've both used guided meditations in our practices uh, uh, in, and used libraries as part of helping people to access records. So um, I, just was, I just love the powerful imagery and the experience that that creates for myself and my own meditations and for my clients. So today... Uh, we've got an incredibly fascinating and special show for people to listen into. We're going to talk today about the Akashic Records. Uh, and Bill Foss is our guest, and he is an international healer, a well-known author and lecturer. And uh, his books are uh, on the journey to the Akashic Records, uh, sell worldwide. So, Bill, welcome to the show. Hi, Leah. Uh, thank you. It's an honor to be here with you. Well, I'm sure for most listeners, they won't maybe even know what the heck the Akashic Records are. So how about we just start there and you could explain what are, what are the Akashic Records? Okay, in 25 words or less, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure, your life work in 25 words. <laughs> it, it's always a challenge, you know, with something with uh, such an, a very interesting and dynamic and extensive uh, subject as the Akashic Records. Uh, the, the Akashic Records is <clears throat> basically, there are three ways that I like to, uh, to summarize it, uh, so I can get a, uh, a well-rounded uh, description. Number one, the Akashic Records is a modern-day modality of intuiting information. Number two, it's an ancient mystical system of divination. So this has been something that has been, through the ages, a classical study that's been lost, and it dates all the way back to Atlantis. 
And third, the Akashic Records is an actual place. So let's start there. The Akashic Records is an etheric library, if you will, that's based on energy. Uh, It's created for the souls of humanity, and all souls that are coming to the earth to incarnate stop off in this grand etheric library to talk with the guides, the teachers, uh, the service workers there, the angelics, and get their mission uh, then beam down, if you will, and start to have earthly experiences. Now, we also will visit there between lives and uh, then go over what we just experienced and get ready for our next incarnation or uh, to make connections uh, to other worlds. So it's a very interesting um, place, and it has to do with our soul's learning. That's what it's all about, experiential uh, observations from all of the thoughts, words, and deeds that we experience during our lifetimes. Wow, this is just fascinating. I'm, I'm wondering, how how did you get into, if that's the right phrase, how did you come across this and, and, and become so enthused by it and so forth? That's just, I'm always interested in how people get into their vocations and missions. Yes, yes, Howard. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I was, basically, I was, I was a professional artist and musician working for many years, and I got to a point where I moved out to the southwestern United States uh, after having toured across the country and got into my art. And the more I I was in this area location-wise, and this happens for many of us naturally as we move around to different locations, I started to become activated into... High, more spiritual learning, but it was also my my time or my natural time or period of life to start um, walking into my spiritual path. I literally uh, just started, uh, as we all do, opening up and studying metaphysics, uh, energy, yoga, tai chi, meditation techniques, all of the above. And when I found the Akashic Records, it was literally, I got to a point where I asked God, I said, God, please show me the the way that it all works. There has to be more. I know there's more. I could feel it. And it was the very next few days that he put me in touch with the Akashic Records, and I started having these dynamic experiences, and I did not know why I knew all of this. Uh, so deeply, I had no reference point. Nobody could walk up and tell you know and tell me, well, you know, you 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 know this deeply from past lives, or you've you've worked there in between lives, as many of us have. I just had to go with it. So I was literally walking continuously into uh, new experiences on a day to day basis. So I just I just think that is the coolest thing. We have several guests who seem to just have this same sort of experience of um, it's just like they have a yes or no internal sort of something that's leading them towards the path that they're supposed mm-hmm. to be on. And uh, mm-hmm. so was the has the nomadic life or the you know that sort of lifestyle um, <laughs> opened you up to more? I like that. <laughs> has, has it opened you up? Do you think yeah. to more exposure to yeah. that? Uh, sort of stuff and and then how like what was kind of the um, 
the affirming point where you went, oh, this is what the Akashic Records are. Um, like, how did you learn about those, in particular, that title? Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Well, I basically, when I heard it, much like, you know, when we hear a certain modality or technique or a spiritual name or spiritual master or a certain angel or, or you know, some modality or dynamic that has to do with uh, the spiritual path, many of us will go, you know, I don't know why, but I'm just kind of getting a buzz on that word or getting mm-hmm. a buzz on that topic. So they'll go, so I was naturally guided in that direction. Um, as far as a reference point with all of the work, it, it, you know, I mean, it, when I look back now, it was very inspirational, but it was sort of, you know, I want to say it was almost a little uncomfortable while I was going through it. It's like, it, it was all wow factor. Mm-hmm. And to me, uh, starting to have these dramatic, uh, amazing visions and to start going through also the conflicts of seeing all of the lifetimes, you know, because sometimes we have, the ego will have uh, very, very slight conflicts held within where it uh, it <clears throat> wants to manage the spiritual path, so to speak. So there was that, and then I also had the conflicts that I had to deal with on a day-to-day basis of having zero uh connection with anybody in my life and in my in the physical world around me that had anything to do with the Akashic Records. So this was the early 90s. The only thing that was out there basically was Edward Casey's work and a few others uh, that I poured over the work and started practicing the techniques uh, and started to have my own experiences. Uh, and the more and more that I got into it, uh, developed my own creative ways of accessing. Yeah, interesting. You said you were a musician, so we don't want to confuse listeners. The Akashic Records um, LPs or CDs, they're actually records. Can you tell us what's in the records? If that if That's maybe a stupid question. Yes, I don't absolutely. know. But, but, um, well, what are you, the records you, you have like? to use the Akashic Records player. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Wouldn't that be nice? No, that's, a, that's a good question, Howard. And uh, what's in the Akashic Records is uh, much like your reference to the library that you were just sharing with us. Uh, you're, you're, it sounds like your own personal uh, version of the Akashic Library, the Akashic Hall of Records. So anytime you have a large group of books like that, there's uh, there's a transmission, etherically, of information that's accessible. So it holds energy, and this is what the Akashic Records does. It has energetic templates in every single soul: your soul, my soul, Leah's soul, and 6.5 billion souls on the planet right now. Plus, mm-hmm. have a book of life in this library. And in this book of life is every thought, word, and deed from every past, present, and considerations for future lifetimes. So that's the good and the bad. It's quite amazing. Quite amazing. And each and every person can go into their own records. it's, It's your, my, and everyone else's unalienable right uh, it, beyond do's and don'ts, it, it is your 
secure uh, right to go in and access your own records and have a direct experience with your soul and a direct experience with God. So it's pretty interesting stuff. So when you die, Bill, does someone open the book and do a review of you know what you've done? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it can happen in um, in several ways. Yes. To your in in answer to your question, Leah. Yes. That the the book will open and the veil as the veils are pulled back and we're both on this side and the other side simultaneous, simultaneously in our time of passing, that um, that timeless moment of the eternal now, that's when we have, start to have our missed opportunities, our greatest triumphs, everything is in that moment as we're moving to the other side and then we're taken up into the records. Now, the other thing and part of the reason why I'm doing this work of working with individuals and teaching classes and whatnot is as I continue to study and go into the dynamics of the records, I realized the importance of accessing the records going up into that in the middle of one's life. So you can do it at the end of your life, yes. You know, we're all going to do that. If we start to do it in the middle of our life, so we're here in physical form and accessing the records, there's something very special about that. So it gives us an added dynamic. We can start to uh, change our future. We can heal. We can uh, clear karmas from this lifetime. In past lifetimes, we can heal family things. We can uh, just a multitude of different benefits for people. Yeah, I'm thinking of the phrase, you know, my life flashed before my eyes. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it was something similar, really, yeah. the concept of suddenly yes. your whole life is exposed to you, you know? Um, this sounds Absolutely. to be obviously a lot more considered, though, because now you come face to face with everything that you've done. Right. And it's, are you saying from both perspectives as some, as sort of a, a subjective and an objective perspective that you, you can see what you did from both um, a, a subjective, you know, I, I remember doing that. I did that. And then from an objective view, or how do you see that book of life that's presented to you? And that's that's interesting, Howard. Good good question. Um, the, the 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 subtle dynamics with the consciousness in reference to the senses, the ego. Mm-hmm. These are all parts of us that perceive the the right. do's and don'ts, rights and wrongs, the lights and darks of our reality, and the things that we've experienced, participated in, uh, act, reactions. Uh, the ways that we respond to situations in life, these create the outcomes that are in our books of life. Uh, when when we pass, when we pass to the other side, let's say at the end of a person's life, that person, their astral body, which is a direct imprint of the physical body, steps to the other side, and that that etheric imprint has all of the mental projections and all of the emotional projections still intact. So you have just stepped to the other side. Now, in in movies, we thought, well, that's a little bit glamorized. It's a little bit kind of like a Hollywood version, if you will. And now we're, we, we now know that 
when someone steps to the other side that their whole self is looking. So when you look into the records or you, you're literally going through the passing process or the transition process, you're, uh, you're feeling it. You're thinking it. Oh my God. Did I, did I forgive all the people I wanted to forgive? Did I, did I heal my family? Did I, did I forgive? Did I thank, forget to, you know, did I remember to thank? Did I remember to be helpful to people? You know, did I, did I heal my anger? All of these things. Um, and yet when we're in the, another part of that, the other side of that is that the soul and we're always in the soul. The soul energy is a little more silent. When we're up in the records and we're in our soul energy and we're looking at things, we get a different perspective on mm-hmm. the, do's and the, the rights and wrongs of certain situations. So if we look at something that we perceive as light and dark here, we might look at it in the records and we might see it from a different perspective. And that helps us to either integrate it, move past it, uh, or be able to get ready to come back down, reincarnate, and to heal it. Okay. Okay, that's a great answer. And answers one of my questions uh, that we'll talk about on the other side of the break is, how does this influence you if you access it uh, in at whatever time of your life? So on the other side of Master sure. of Life, we'll come back with Bill Foss and hear more of his adventure, his experience, his wisdom after the break. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall. Has it been five years? Ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Howard Rankin, and our incredibly fascinating guest, Bill Foss. 
And so before the break, we were talking about the Akashic Records, just exactly what they are and how they work and how they can help us to uh, change our life quite uh, literally. Um, So I'd just like to kick off by asking a kind of a practical question, Bill. What if in my life I've done some things that I've not been very proud of? (laughs) Like, can I change them or are they there uh, like till the end of time? What do I do with that? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Sure. Well, that's that's the case for most of us on the planet. You know, we've all we've all been through situations, with, uh, whether it's you know, no matter what the level, whether it's something with a family or excuse me, childhood or uh, work or school. You know, we've all had those uncomfortable uh, situations with others. Um, the uh, the the thing is. The thing to remember is that uh, that I I'm sorry, Leah. Would you ask me that question again? Yeah, it's just what if what if in my life I have done some things that I am not proud of? Can I change them, or are they there on my permanent record? <laughs> like how do until the end yes, of time, yes. whatever that might okay, be? Okay, thank you. So yeah, yeah in uh, it's it's going to be in your records. That's going to be in your records. But there's a couple different perspectives you can think. You're you're actually keyed into that because there's a lesson there for you to learn. So we we often don't see the 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 gold nugget or the gemstone in a trying situation. But if we're if there's like a you know a wisdom keeper or a teacher or you know someone that's uh, very kind and loving that's guiding us, they'll often see that and point it out to us. You know some some sort of a guide. Uh, the, these moments can be changed, you know, that we can look at it. Now, obviously, you want to you want to do some therapy work around it, some self-healing. You want to do some meditation, some release work. There's many ways to do it. You can do some emotional freedom tapping. You can do some uh, karma cleansing mantras. Uh, breath work is very cleansing karmically. You can do yoga to move it out of your body, soul, and tissue. And then as the other thing in reference to our subject matter here is going to be to sit quietly and go into the records. Now, the only thing that will keep you out of the records is conflict. So uh, the conflict of the situation directly is enough to, to keep you from getting in and finding out information about that experience. So what I would recommend is get yourself comfortable, get quiet, get calm, like we do in the workshops where we will go in and get ourselves in a very feel-good, comfortable, quiet, calm uh, place. And then we'll, from that place, then we'll go in and we'll get answers. So once you get in, once you get yourself calm, calm or calm down enough, to go in, then you can go in and look, and you can find out why. You, you might get a completely different perspective than is beyond right and wrong about the situation itself. And so what I'm hearing from you translating it, perhaps into more my experience, if you have a lot of anxiety or you're traumatized, it's going to be very difficult to get into that sort of state where you can access this. Is that what you're saying? That, yes, yes, Partly or and not? yet, I mean, and yes, and yet, 
from someone's uh, from someone's DNA, from their nervous system, from their body, soul. Let's say they have a traumatic experience. They might be they that person might be being opened through that experience up into their records, as some people have reported, and or uh, another example would be a near-death experience where some people have reported going to the other side, experiencing the light, the angels, their soul, and or going to the Akashic records. Hmm. Some people have been very uh, uh, present with that. Um, So... Yes, in answer to your question, yes, that the conflicts or the, the, the energetic challenges, trauma in the body, mind, spirit, can hold us, keep us from going back. And I want to say, and sometimes the trauma is, is, is such an interestingly dynamic opening for individuals that it opens them in ways that they don't really understand. And um, they can start to they can start to access you know they can start to get answers. Maybe they become empathic or intuitive from the situation. Okay. So it sounds like that's kind of like the sticking point and also the catalyst. <laughs> so right. The thing, yeah. the, the thing that can get us <laughs> it, moving and, and it's out a hard of our one for the, it's, it's a hard one for the <laughs> ego and the consciousness to get its its own <laughs> self around mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. because. You know, it's it's that old saying, wherever you go, there you are. So mm-hmm. consciousness mm-hmm. is that point. So if you're focusing on your finger point, there it is, continually. And you have to be able to, as you you have that finger point out, you have to be able to, like, see the finger point, but then see the rest of the room, and then see the landscape, and see the horizon line, and mm-hmm. the earth and the sky, and all of those different perspectives at the same time. And I'm struck by the, um, just the, we've talked about deeds kind of things that happen outside of our body, but I think one of the things I struggle with uh, most is thoughts. Um, so it's like when I when I was writing down this, oh, my thoughts are in the book. <laughs> I'm going, okay. <laughs> and sometimes the thoughts are not about other people. The thoughts are often about myself. Um, you know, the, you know, yeah. like the, um, I'm, I, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I wasn't funny enough. I didn't, the supper wasn't good enough. I'm not a good enough mom <laughs> or, or, oh, mm-hmm. that's just making me so angry. And why do I feel so angry about that particular thing? And why am I resenting that particular thing? And so the whole, um, I, I thought I was in a little bit of a safe zone thinking that I was keeping my words and deeds uh, in my head. Uh, sounds like <laughs> that my thoughts are getting written down, too. This might be a crossroads for me. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, our ego craves experiences, and uh, there are multiple perspectives. So, you know, as let's say from all of those thoughts that you had, all of those perspectives... Uh, each part of yourself, and you're thinking, well, you know, maybe my life has been uninteresting, or, or, you know, should I have done more? All of these different questions that you're having about certain parts of life, and and yet, when you go, if you can get quiet and clear and go into the records, um, you might see that you you have, and I'm just throwing this out there as an example. Mm-hmm you might see that you've been so 
active in so many lifetimes for so long that your soul literally said, you know what, it's time for a mundane lifetime. You need to reflect, rest, integrate, just have a normal family experience, something very, you know, mundane. Uh, and the, the ego and the body spirit is saying, but I'm used to, you know, I mean, we're used to skydiving and mountain climbing and <laughs> going to war and, you know, all of these different things that we've done in past lifetimes. So um, that can create a little bit of conflict for a person. You know, the, the, the difference in perspective and dynamic. It's important just to, to get present, stay focused, and, and to look in, to know ourselves at the deepest level possible, just to know. And we're, we're all uniquely different. We, we truly are. Um, and also, with that said, now you can also bring, and this is another aspect of the records, on a soul level, I have found that working with others, you can, you can literally bring positive aspects of yourself through from other lifetimes and start to experience that dynamically in your lifetime in the here and now. So that's, that's something that you have to look forward to. So, so those, those records, if I were to access those records, those records are also about my past lives, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that makes, that, that's interesting. What's, what's the role of consciousness here? Is it, is it just being able to cut off the ego and the, and the need for control and get into that state where you're receptive to it and and almost not not operating in a conventional world. I'll tell you why I'm interested in the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Where, where does consciousness come into this? Uh, con- consciousness, <clears throat> basically, let, let's look at the soul as part of God. So, all souls are part of God. God is operating in you as you through you. Your Mm -hmm. soul is operating in you as you're through you in your own mental, uh, your, your ego or your mind is operating in you as you're through you. And each one of these perspectives or parts of you has consciousness, awareness coming through it. And this, this is the spark of life. This is the, this is the spark of God coming that come through all of the souls. That reports back to God. So this is a this is an even greater. Let's say this is an overview with the records uh, and works on part of the same way that the records are even higher are exist and, and developed uh, for the soul's own knowing and the soul's records and experiences of each soul. But God is God is having his his her its experience through us. We are literally fingertips of God. So that's the conscious awareness. And uh, another perspective, Howard, would be that the masters, with their soul, in their physical body, and their minds, and their nervous system, and their chakras, everything that makes up a very unique human. Uh, multi-dimensional human body and, and energy fields, they got to a place 
in their their own experience in their studies where they they realized that we were all one, that the consciousness itself was a field. So this, you know, there there are we are we compartmentalize we're individual consciousness here. Uh, uh, having our own experiences somewhat, and then we're also, we're all connected. The reason that I asked about that, I've just finished writing a book with a woman that we had on the show, um, Mm -hmm. who uh, perhaps in the context of this show, um, was accessed the uh, Akashic record while she was in a coma. Mm -hmm. she had a coma, wow. and she saw an angel who told her that um, things that turned out to be true, including the fact that her heart that was needing transplanting was actually now as healthy as it, as a twenty year old. And so, wow. um, it's yeah. So, so it's interesting because here she was in a coma, and she had that experience. And and maybe we have to get to that level of consciousness where we're not that our typical consciousness and in, in processing isn't justifying and manipulating things. Where we can just get to that point of relaxation to be open to that sort of yeah. information. Yes, that's wonderful. And you know, we I've. Uh, in my studies, uh, several years into my working with others and studying my own practice of reading the records, I started to recognize that uh, these perspectives, as you're saying, are important. But also, we we can also, and I should say, and we can also heal from the records. We can we can heal and we can receive healing from the records. Very very interesting work. Yeah, yeah, very I, powerful work. I think that <laughs> I'm just thinking short of a coma because most yeah. of us don't want to go there. Thank you, Barb Morello, for your wonderful story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, but yes. <laughs> if we're if we are literally these fingertips of God, uh, you know, and we uh, and we actually like really own that, then what are we bringing to that field as these fingertips of God? And again, I go back to my thoughts. I think in my day to day activities, the doing things. Um, uh, of go- not going the right or wrong. I like that. It's a little gentler approach too. Of just going, was did I do as good as I want, and did I not do quite as good? Did I do not so hot? Mm-hmm. And then how would I? How could I correct or improve those things? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that I love that um, you just when you started out uh, that you had said um, that you asked God, please show me the way um, uh, that it all works. And that we can each ask God several different questions about how we would want our records to look. Like I was just reflecting and thinking what I would ask is, you know, like, clear, please, God, clear my mind. Don't allow thoughts of resentment or less than to bring me thoughts that are greater than and bring me actions that are yeah. greater than. So it is really like a, you can easily make it a practical tool, does it, tool um, and implement. Like I feel better already. If that makes sense to anybody listening, I feel better already. And so when we come after the break, well, that's great. When we come back after that's the great. break. Yes, we'll talk more about the um, the pragmatics and how you can apply this in your own life, um, and just the wonderful gift uh, that uh, Bill is doing. Uh, you know, touring work, and and he has books that are accessible on his website, BillFoss.net. So when we come back after the break, we'll talk more with Bill about the Akashic Records and how you can use them in your own life uh, for healing and joy. 
This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall? Has it been five years, ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah, that's L-E-A-H-A, at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm co-host Dr. Howard Rankin, along with my co-host Leah Mattinson. And today we're talking with Bill Foss, who's been telling us about the Akashic Records, spirituality. And before the break, um, we were talking about how accessing those records of your lives can actually help you in this life. And, and, and Bill, perhaps you could talk more about how you help people do that and, and maybe how people can help themselves get closer to that. Sure, sure. Well, uh, Howard, as I started, continued to study and practice, I, I realized that at some point that um, I wanted to share what I had learned with other people, and I started holding groups and and going into that. Uh, so I work with people in groups. I I really enjoy describing uh, in detail the records and providing energetic experiences uh, so people can start to clear, open, and heal. And then as we're accessing the energy of the records in a workshop then to provide a guided journey meditation for a group uh, that will so they can go in and so basically I hold the door open or to help them get in go up and have an experience and then come back down and 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 start to do that in that way uh, do you have any particularly memorable experiences, Bill, on that? Do you do you have any particularly memorable experiences of bringing somebody up or being in that 
um, just uh, in the records yourself. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. Could you share that with the listeners? Uh, sure. Um, the um, it, we've had so many dynamic experiences happen in uh, during workshops. Uh, we've had physical healings happen. We've had people sell real estate. We've had uh, people heal with family members who had passed to the other side that they had not gotten to heal with. I mean, these are deep emotional releases for people uh, or manifestations. We've had uh, physical healing. I, I think I said that. Uh, we've had clearings happen, you know, where people would uh, release uh, negative energies or sometimes entities that would be cleared away. Um, when when a group comes back, and I'll say, okay, would everybody like to talk about their experience? It's those people that don't say anything. It's not that they don't want to share. It's like, okay, I can tell you just had a deep experience. You're percolating. We've had some people come back, uh, and it, it's always so gratifying. It's um, uh, it's very inspirational to see somebody come back and they and to report, oh my God, I just saw who I am. Mm-hmm. When somebody mm-hmm. opens their eyes and they're looking at you and they've got tears in their eyes and they have no words, you know that they just had a direct experience of their soul. So this is it's very moving. Uh, it's it's deeply inspirational. We've had people uh, remember. Uh, one lady was teaching in New York, uh, went up into the record. She came back. She knew who she was on a soul level, on a universal level. She was completely changed, changed her life. There was a almost like a, a white mist in the room at this location we were teaching at, that I was teaching at. And I had some, someone in the... Uh, someone in the room said, um, excuse me, does anybody else see that, that, that this white field of energy that's in the room? <laughs> and we all sort of acknowledged that the energy had shifted in the room. So, um, yeah, many people have had uh, uh, dynamic experiences, uh, life-changing. It's, uh, and- it's very enjoyable to be a part of. And in your role in helping them get there is through getting them into that relaxed state, or is it guided meditation, or how do you how do you do that? Yes. How do you help people? Yes, it, it's it's literally it, it's it's a little bit of everything. So there there's experience that I bring through from my past lives of being a healer. Uh, my experience and energy that's vibrating of being connected to the records between lives, of bringing that energy into the room, just holding space and describing a, basically a, uh, a combination of energy techniques, meditation techniques, descriptions of the records, keep that energy flowing, keep people opening, keep them focused on it, releasing letting go and let everyone know that it really is okay, everything is okay, and really everything is really going to be okay. And from that perspective alone, 
when when we can get there, then we can have a deep experience. Yeah, deep life changing experience. I'm just I'm just going to share this with um, the listeners, and I didn't realize that it was the Akashic Records. I didn't realize that at 30 years old, I was teaching in a stress management program with a co-facilitator who's just like a wonderful lady who's a little bit wiser than me at the time. And so she had written a, a component of the program for these. So these people who literally were on long-term disability. And uh, so they, mm-hmm. you know, we would take a class a month and they came to class every single day, five days a week from eight to five. And uh, the whole goal was to help them to learn how to manage stress. So it was a stress management program. And uh, mm-hmm. in the programming, we came up with this one little component, which was a guided meditation into a library. And uh, mm-hmm. it, so I, the first time, went along with it experientially as she did it. And I can remember it distinctly because I was 30 years old. She walked through the guided meditation, which was about a half an hour as I recall. But what I remember is that from the moment that I got on the elevator to take me up to the, to the library, um, it mm-hmm. was just like I was uh, excited and a little bit nervous, but I, could, I can still remember exactly what my library looked like, smelled like, who was there, what the furniture looked like, what my bookshelves, how big they were, um, wow, like the temperature, the temperature in the room, the lighting that was coming through the windows, um, the architecture of, of the building that it was in, like, and it gives me goosebumps mm-hmm. even talking to it now. And, and so our wow. meditation, we went 15, so we were looking at this row of books. And at that point, I don't have any idea that, that, that those are my books because I didn't know that. She didn't tell me yet. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been told that yet. So anyway, she said, go mm-hmm. up to these, this shelf of books. You're going to see this row of books with years on it. And you're just going to notice, you know, all these years and you're going to notice the year now. And then you're going to look at the year 15 years later. And you're going to reach up and you're going to pull pull that book off the shelf. Mm -hmm. And you're going to open the book. And I just was, and then she said, and the book is your book. And it was just like the book filled. It became like um, gold on the outside of the pages. And it became filled with this picture of what was going to be going on in my life 15 years later at 45 years old. And I still remember wow, exactly what it amazing. what it was. It was just yeah. You were definitely yeah. you were definitely accessing the records. I was in it, and I was holding a um, uh, like a trophy, but it, I knew it wasn't like a trophy per se, like you might think of an athletic trophy, but some kind of a trophy. Mm-hmm, but just mm-hmm. coincidentally, at forty five years old, was the I was an athletic trainer um, for many many years, and when I was forty five years old, was when I was in the very best shape in my life and was training kids who were 17 to 23. And I was awarded, um, you know, lots of accolades along that um, year for specifically training a specific team of girls. And that that, that would be a very, um, like it was a significant thing. To, it is a significant mm-hmm. thing in my life journey at that age to have had that experience. Mm-hmm. And so, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it gave me hope because at 30 years old, I certainly wasn't thinking I was going to be an athletic anything. Like, you know, I was a mom with two right. little kids, and <laughs> my life sure. is nothing I, like you know, it was I had 15 the same years experience, later. Leah, with, with teaching. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I, when I started accessing, I never, you know, I never planned to be a teacher. I never planned to be an author. It's, uh, yeah. and as I kept looking in, I, I, I understand the level of your <laughs> description there with, Right. seeing the future and never planning on it or not knowing what uh, was going to come. 
Yeah, I'm still disappointed the record can't be expunged, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, clearly Leah has that capability, right, of, of reaching that <laughs> level of awareness and consciousness that, that enables her to access that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's interesting. She did it, and in, in, I've talked about this uh, recently on a show, um, where I didn't go through meditation to have that experience, but I did it. Um, a different way, and I don't know whether that would be considered sort of accessing the record. But um, well, yeah, uh, you know, Howard, I don't, that's I don't interesting. Know. Your your experience and Leah's experience, uh, you, we can we can become very uh, we can become very creative with the process, and um, when we access when we're accessing our Akashic records. Uh, our own book of life in the Akashic Records. Think of it this way. We access the records through archetypal imagery of the higher mind. So our, our, our higher mind in ourself, when we go to the other side, there are some people, there are, there are certain way, there are certain, uh, uh, energetic, uh, laws, for lack of a better term, that parameters and dynamics of the way that, that things really work. Uh, some souls or some astral minds and emotional bodies are not ready to see it on that level. So God and the guides help that person mm. to see their transition in archetypal ways that their mind and body, their energy bodies can handle. The same is true for us when we go into the records, when we're projecting up there, whatever can key us in. So that's one way to look at it. whatever can key you in, uh, whatever could key Leah in uh, that's inspirational, that she can run with, that, that any of us can run with. Is, uh, these are powerful uh, dynamics of the higher mind, that it will use the archetypal imagery that also has been focused on continually, much like other dynamics in the world healers, teachers, uh, uh, spiritual icons, places. Uh, we, could, we could go into deeper levels of this, but for, for the description of the situation, uh, this, uh, that dynamic, you're holding it in place. So many, think of many people accessing the records continually and naturally, and then the people over the course of history studying the records, and projecting themselves into this grand library. And so when you go to that grand library, its archetypal imagery is already intact in the higher fields, and you access that. I see, I see. We have three minutes, Bill, so I want you to tell our listeners um, about how they can find your work, how they can find you, uh, and find out more about what we've been talking about today. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, uh, thank you all and for having me on the show. Um, and uh, you can, I will be on the road uh, across the U.S. doing expos, uh, workshops, interviews, book signings, and uh, private sessions with individuals this summer, uh, Akashic Record sessions, healing sessions, uh, clearings uh, of all types, 
you can go to my website, billfoss.net, and you can see the schedule. You can sign up for a reading or a healing session, and you can also check out the book, Journey to the Akashic Records, which is a 400-page source book on the records. It has two glossaries. It's probably going to be uh, one of your more detailed uh, books available on the Akashic Records that's out on the market uh, right now. So, uh, again, that's BillFoss.net, B-I-L-L-F-O-S-S.net, and Journey to the Akashic Records. So is there a way, Bill, for people who uh, don't live within the U.S. to access uh, you and you, your work? Yes. Well, uh, every once in a while I will go over to, uh, you know, like Europe or different countries and do a workshop. So that is also, you know, also advertise that on the website. Uh, but the books are available through Amazon. So... Uh, they're, they're also available worldwide through Kindle. So those are the two ways that you can reach me if you're somewhere else in the world. Uh, and, of course, you know, just going to the website. The website does have a translator on it per page uh, that will speak in uh, languages across the globe. Um, and, uh, you know, you can always... Uh, Find me on Facebook. There you go. Find me up on Facebook. <laughs> it's been absolutely wonderful having you on today, Bill. And just want to encourage our listeners to check out your website, BillFoss.net. And uh, for to join us next week for more insight, intelligence, and inspiration on Master Your Life. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life.